What's up, Warriors? I'm Kaylee. And I'm Betsy. And this is the Not Your Mama Pod. The Not Your Mama Pod are not medical doctors. We don't have them fancy degrees that should be looked for when you're looking for an expert to help you with your physical or mental health. So please listen to us, enjoy us, but do not take our word as fact. Find yourself an expert. Make sure you get the help you need. We fully encourage you to find a way to live your best, healthiest life. So disclaimer, once again, we are not doctors. (laughs) Enjoy this episode. We're here with Tiffany, who we know through Instagram that you might know from her creation of child-free content. So yeah. welcome, Tiffany. We're really excited you're here to talk to us. Thank so you. Excited. excited to be here. Yeah, I don't and- know if we told you, we had this like, I think we had to stop calling it a hit list. It sounded too aggressive. We had this dream list of like people who really inspired us over the last year, people who made content that seemed to be not only impactful to us, but something that helps us strive to that more positive maybe more real, but more positive life. And you were in our top people that we were like, we'd love to just chat with you in general. And especially on the pod, because we really truly get value out of what you're doing online. I appreciate that. It's still so weird for me to like hear these things. because <laughs> I'm like sitting here and I'm just like a person in my unfinished kitchen. And like, it's, it's very strange. <laughs> we well, we're glad way. you're here. Yeah. And um, I hope you know that your content really is inspiring a lot of people to see that there is happiness to be had. And so we're just going to let you introduce yourself, kind of organically tell us a little bit about you and your journey, because I actually didn't know for a long time that you were childless Mm -hmm. and that you transitioned Mm -hmm. into that child-free very much how I did. I mean, obviously everyone has their own journeys but so yeah go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us tell us whatever you want us to know uh my name is tiffany i live in ontario canada with my husband and our two cats <laughs> um for the longest time i thought i wanted to be a mom i was like full out committed i went to school for early childhood education like i was all in with kid stuff and we quickly found out after we got married that both of us were not likely to have kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sort of relieved by that, I guess. I was always afraid that like, if it was somebody's fault that like, maybe I would carry the guilt or he would carry the guilt, but yeah, both of us were quote unquote at fault. So that actually kind of made things a little bit easier in my mind. I bet. Um, and we were given all the options like Ontario offers one free round of IVF. If you want to do it, it's fully covered by the government. And both of us kind of just always felt a little bit unsettled about every option. We didn't feel settled about adoption or IVF or IUI or any of the many options they give you. Mm -hmm. And it was a a weird process, I think, because fertility clinics are really quick to give you, oh, these are all the things you can pay for to get done. And like, know what along the way, even friends and family were like, you know, there's still this joy to be found outside of kids. And 
looking back now, it's weird because we even had people sort of within our life that didn't have children. So for even them to not say, you know, we found lots of joy here. Yeah, it was, I guess it was weird to have to come to that realization on our own as opposed to seeing it anywhere. So once we kind of figured that out, I was looking for sort of just a really positive space to interact and just Mm -hmm. to find that joy. And even that was difficult because you look within the childless community and it's really saturated with like the deep grief of not having kids and lots of people who are still sort of pursuing that. And we sort of felt like, well, we're a little bit past that. I'm not really, you know, marinating in that grief anymore. And then you look into the child-free community and a lot of it can get really negative and really hateful. And I was like, well, I don't hate kids. I just don't want to pursue parenting. So where's that sort of like middle ground of just finding joy in this life without saying kids are awful. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was, it's a weird place to try and like navigate and say, you know, I don't want to pursue having kids, but I don't hate kids and people can't quite grasp that for some reason. No, they really look for that. Oh, I'm so sorry story. Or they look for the evilness and what's wrong with you when in reality, just a little bit of acceptance and like, Mm -hmm. okay, with you being in your lane would go so far for everyone. You just can't. Yeah. And that's, that's part of the reason I never really identified as being childless. Cause I was so tired of people being like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And like, I don't need your pity. No, nope. I right. am finding so much joy in my life. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel very much that same way. Like I started my Instagram, obviously like after my infertility journey was pretty much done. So mm-hmm. I never really related to those people who are like, you know, the hashtags that are infertility infertility or whatever, because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm through that portion of my life. I don't want to just dwell on that or see the, oh, keep positive, like, yeah, baby dust. and Yeah, 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 sprinkling baby dust, whatever. I didn't want to see all that stuff. So but also, I didn't feel like I was fully child free at that point. So it's just such like a weird um, in between ground for a lot of people. The timeframes on those, like you could literally be stuck in any of the stages for a long period. You can revert back. Yeah. We we've talked about like the sliding scale and how mm-hmm. you can get any, you know, point on it. You can go back and forth. Like there's so such a range. And I don't think that you have to st- say that you are, you know, one extreme mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah, I agree. And I, I often wish there was like another word because I never fully felt like I fit into the childless category and I mm-hmm. never really fully felt like I fit into the child free category and trying to say like, you know, what's that sort of word in the middle? Cause there's, there's still times even now yeah. that I fully embrace this life that I'm like, man, I'm kind of sad about that. Like, yeah, you sure. know, a friend that has a kid and I have like, see these beautiful moments they're having. And I'm like, you know, maybe today is a bit of a harder day that I'm not going to get that. But like, and even that the nuances people don't really accept, they take that as, oh, well, you regret your choice, or you Mm -hmm. wish you still had kids or whatever. Like, I can feel both of these things at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Grief can always coexist. And I definitely feel those too. Like, for example, last night, my friend's son decided to FaceTime me. So I talked to him on FaceTime forever. But then I was like, I can't imagine having to put a kid to bed every night or wake up multiple times in the middle of the night for mm-hmm. a child. I just can't. 
I can't even fathom what that life is like. Yeah. So tell us more about the IG and why you really wanted to connect there. I started the IG simply because like I had such a hard time finding a space that I could connect with. Like I, yeah, I was really just looking for a community of people who were just finding a joy in life without kids. And like, there's so many parenting pages out there and so much parenting content. And I think it's even different for people who are sort of in that like pre-parenting life. Like, yeah, you're, sort of embracing this life without kids, but knowing that you're going to have kids eventually, I think changes it does. just the decisions you make and what you're doing and you're planning. And so like finding that sort of pocket of people who have settled into not having kids, they know that's their life. Like, how are you preparing for the future? What are you finding joy in? Like, there's always sort of big conversations around purpose and meaning and like, when we were deciding sort of what to do, there was a really pivotal trip in our story. And we kind of last minute went to Nashville. My husband has cousins out there and they had almost the exact same story as us. They couldn't have kids. They decided not to move forward with any sort of medical intervention or anything. And I kind of mustered up the courage on the last night to ask her about it. And she said the biggest thing for them was when they were deciding, okay, if we're going to fully lean into this life without kids, what can we do that parenting or family life maybe would have prevented us from doing? And that was their way to sort of be like, you know, if we're just going to move to the suburbs and never travel and never do anything, like if kids could sort of easily fit into this life we should have just pursued having kids. So like, what can we do that sort of, I don't want to say bigger than that because kids and family are huge, but like, what can we do that's kind of outside of that box? So for us, I was like, wow, like that's like life-changing for me. Like what could we do? And it was so great to find other people who are also doing those things. Like, learning about the ways people are pouring into other people's lives and like someone started a nonprofit and someone's helping build houses in Africa and like all of these incredible things that people have really just embraced because they don't have the responsibility of kids and maybe they have more free time and extra resources and money and so on and so forth. So I love it. It really did start out of just kind of wanting community and naturally progressed into whatever it is now. <laughs> no, I I think there's easier thing. Like when I was trying to find happiness again, I, I immediately went to travel. Like, hey, I have mm-hmm. money. I can use my money on something I enjoy. And then it's given me so many opportunities over the years to make deep connections. Um, B and I talk all the time about how our self-awareness with our emotional levels and then our ability to give empathy is just unmatched and not me and her individually, but people without children, if they choose to invest that back into the other relationships that most oftentimes there's not time for, I feel like you can build a deeper level of connection. And because of that, you know, you find a lot of happiness and healing and growth and things like that. So we just are allowed to dive in a little bit deeper on things. And I wish somebody had told me that when I was sad and I thought I didn't have worth and I just didn't realize like there was a point to live anymore. Right. For sure. I definitely agree. I mean, I think I still kind of, um, 
justify those sad days with, I wouldn't be able to live this life if I had children. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be able to have the peace and the calm, calm, not chaotic life that I do, which I cherish so, so much um, if I had children. And that's not saying that I hate kids. Like that's there for a long time. I thought that that's what I wanted my life to be like, but I found such peace not having children. And sometimes it is those little, like, what, what would I be missing out on if I did have kids versus what I can add to my life now? For sure. So So that makes me wonder, Tiffany, if you had roles reversed and somebody asked you, would your advice be around the same lines or would you add to it to somebody trying to figure out the rest of their life without kids? That's such a tough one for me. Like, I know I've found a lot of joy in this life, but I think to an extent, you really need to just choose to find joy, like whatever path you take. And I'm sure there's some people out there who, you know, just desperately want kids and that's their life. Like I think about my mother-in-law and she was like put on this earth to be a mother. She mothers so deeply and so well, like I can't imagine her not having kids. Yeah. And like me, I'm sure I would have been a great mom, but you know, I also find crying babies annoying. And I also don't like a lot of overstimulation and, you know, maybe I wasn't really put on this earth to be a mom. So like, I think regardless of what choice you make, you just need to kind of choose joy in that choice. And I think recognize that just because you've made the right choice for you doesn't mean it's going to be joy all the time. Like both of you have mentioned kind of having those sad days and having those down moments and those are going to happen. Like, yeah, you can't have it all no matter how many people try and tell you you can. So like, I wouldn't look at those as moments of doubt of maybe I made the wrong choice as more. These are just sad moments and I'll move on and I'll wake up tomorrow and have my nice quiet coffee in the morning and Right. Thankful I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with all of those things. Um, I think it's just such a, an interesting. I think that there are people who will never, ever, ever regret their choice one way or the other. I, I absolutely do. I think mm-hmm. that there are kid free people who are believe that they were born to be kid free whatever. And I believe that there are people who are parents who believe that that is their destiny. But I think it's a different perspective when you are coming from the infertility world or childless by circumstance or whatever. Um, Just because I think we can see both sides of it. And I think that there are people who are parents who become parents after being infertile, who are much more empathetic to the general public than. Oh, for sure a lot of people. So I think it's a cool perspective. Um, is this how I expected my life to turn out? Absolutely not. But I'm grateful for it every day. Yeah. And I think it's pretty cool when we get to share our lives with the general public or with somebody, especially somebody young that doesn't know what they want to do yet. Um, because I don't feel like we had enough education or verbalization of what life could be. And so I had period like years let's say years of my life where I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Am I still this person? Okay. How do we heal? Okay. Now what do we do? What do we like? Like, I just think it would have been a much easier transition if we just 
new. Sometimes you are parents and sometimes you aren't. And who are you? And just keep going and growing. So it's kind of fun that we get to show them at least. I mean, I'm sure you get some mean comments, but I'm sure yeah, a lot of good ones too. Lots of those. I feel like we, we should talk about the fact that you are probably persuading a lot of children to be child-free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joining my cult. Sarcasm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's let's oh. talk about the, the pushback online. It's honestly, sometimes the meanest comments come from people who have like spread love or be kind in their oh. profile. And like, it just kills me every single time. Yeah. Or like a man will come on. Like recently a man told me that like a woman's greatest joy is having a child. <laughs> and I'm like, sure, bro. Yeah. You're the best one to give advice on this. <laughs> like, thanks for enlightening me. Oh, oh. people. Yeah. It's sad to me because I've I've never taken the approach of like trying to persuade people to not have kids like I wish that I would have very obviously been displayed like the joy you can find in a life without kids once you get to the point of infertility and maybe some of these young people will go through that and have a different experience than we had because they have now seen oh there's joy to be had in both paths whereas when we went through it, it was, well, you can spend thousands of dollars and you'll probably miscarry the first time because that's what happens with IVF and maybe it'll work and maybe it won't. Um, You know, all of our friends and family kept kind of saying like, oh, you know, it'll happen when the time is right. You're just stressed, just relax. Keep the hope. Yeah, like all of these things and like, you know, maybe in the deepest part of my grief, I wouldn't have wanted to hear it. But near the end, if someone just said, like, have you ever just considered not having kids? Yeah. Like, maybe it would have been an easier way to find the joy. So, like, to put it out there and be like, hey, you guys are young, maybe you're unsure, but this life can still be happy. Like, you don't have to have kids. It is a choice you can make. And I think I really tried to, like, express that to even like my little sister or like my nieces and nephews like hey you have a choice whatever choice you make is a hundred percent fine and I mean your life can be amazing either way yeah and like that's the thing that most people don't get with a lot of the content is like I'm just really trying to share that like this is a a choice it's not language makes a difference if you say oh when you grow up and have kids Well, now that's an expectation. Now that kid is going to grow up their whole life, assuming that's the path. And when that path doesn't work out, like, well, what do I do now? That's, that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. So like, even just saying, if you choose to have kids, or do you even want kids? Like, little things make a huge difference, but people get really upset about that. I think that's given me drive for a really long time is like, I don't like the narrative that's been put out about me while it's been true at points. Yes. I was very sad about it and I was very depressed and it was what I wanted with my life. And Oh, poor Kaylee, that narrative that I have to be without or sad or like less than for the rest of my life because of something that I biologically couldn't prevent. And that's just trash. So let me find out who I am. Let me heal let me go find out what I like and let me live this best amazing life. So that by the time I leave the earth, the message is she was so awesome. She did these things. She was such a nice person. I loved being around her. 
instead of like poor Kaylee and Kaylee never had kids like I'm more than that yeah for sure 100% I mean I think even I think I told you a few weeks ago that someone still told me that I had time to change my mind and I was like no 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 like I'm good 100% I'm good where were you gonna get a uterus well yeah first of all I don't (laughs) second of all I also am not going to go and adopt like there's plenty of issues that I've learned there but anyways oh always hope be always hope (laughs) but but what about like just hoping that I live a good life now I don't know all I'm hoping for is like a little bit less of a sucky period like standards are not high I don't need a whole uterus transplant for my girl to have a kid see how I highly recommend you, not me it out. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us um I know your your online account is all about well not all about we see some cool cats we see some parts of your life but it's it's kid-free content when you're in your normal everyday life, does it still mentally come to mind that you are kid-free, that you have made this choice? Or is it kind of a non-factor at this point while you're living? It's interesting you bring that up because before I think it would have been something pretty prevalent, but mm-hmm. lately I've kind of been like less so. Yeah. And I, I don't know if maybe that's just sort of like the process of healing and going through that. And I think like you mentioned earlier about like the terminology really helping. And I think the like labeling myself as a child-free person was really helpful for a really long time. And maybe mm-hmm. even just to combat the narrative of being this sad barren woman that people love to like paste on you. Yeah. So I, I do notice like an immediate difference in how people treat me. If I refer to myself as childless versus child-free. Yeah, for sure. And it even happened within a conversation once where someone was being super rude to me in the comments. And I mentioned that I had infertility and just like a switch happened. Changes like that instantly. And it's just, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. And I'm like, how you treat me should not change depending on the terms I use. And she's like, actually, it should. And I'm like, no. As yeah. that person, I am telling you it shouldn't. Yeah. Right. So yeah, like, I've had that on a couple of reels too, like where people change how they treat you because they can't take two seconds to look at your content or whatever and they just start commenting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they do. They change change their tune very quickly. Yeah, it goes from you're the worst person on earth. I hate you. You're terrible to, oh, well, you can't have kids. So now I'm going to pity you. Yeah. yeah. Like, who are you without us focusing on childlessness? Oh, gosh. It's a loaded question. I think I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. I think I don't fully know. It's been a couple of years process, I guess, mm-hmm. trying to figure that out. And I think I'm just reverting back to that weird little girl inside, trying to make her happy for now. Yeah. Isn't that kind of fun though? I think the freedom is what my favorite thing has been as of late. Like I don't have any other obligation or big picture thing I have to achieve. I just have to find happiness. Tiffany, it looks like you're getting a lot of joy from your new house. Yes, you are decorating design. It's more like design. It's art. (laughs) Yeah. it It was a long time before we, well, we had to 
we lived in a 500 square foot apartment for five years. So yeah. I'm very happy to have a house now. <laughs> yeah. I love the content that you're putting out like, hey, here's some household items that maybe I couldn't have if I was a parent and like just the design choices. I was like, oh yeah, my house is so reckless. I've never <laughs> thought about like nailing something to a wall. I had a two-year-old at my house that like goes at full speed the other day. And I was like, you should probably Kate like a foot from them. I'm not, I'm not ushering them, but like they could die here. <laughs> Just so you know, yeah. not child safe either. For sure. It's, it's funny literally- too, because like the one reel I did specifically on the design choices was the reel that got like the most heat. People really? got so mad about it. And I'm like, let me guess. I, like, I don't understand. Did they say I could have that table too. Or were they saying you're reckless? Both. Both? Of course. <laughs> Some people were just <laughs> mad about me sharing things that I don't have kids. Like, and oh, we wow. definitely couldn't. Like, even just our couch is a vintage mid-century modern couch. And it's not like springs or anything. It's literally just straps holding the cushions on. So like I a hundred percent could not have kids jumping on that couch. Like they would ruin it. Yeah. I'm going to guess your stuff would not survive with me in your house. (laughs) 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 Very hard on limited adultage. (laughs) So tell us more. What you want people to learn from your content. Uh, well, one thing they should know is I'm definitely not as cool and real person as I am online because I feel like there's this like same mis- <laughs> people are always like, oh, I think we could be best friends. You're so cool. And I'm like, I'm I'm really not that cool. I'm just a person. I just and if we met up. in real life, I would be like weird and awkward and probably wouldn't say much. And so you'd fit in with all of our friends. So we get that. <laughs> Yes. we're like the socially awkward crowd we're like we're here yes it's I like hermit in my house all week I leave like once a week to get groceries and that's about it so like if you're looking at my stuff and you think like oh my gosh she's so cool I'm really not cool you just have to like <laughs> the things that are inside your house yes and I I do like my house <laughs> I think that's part of the problem I like it too much and I never want to leave but you're like amazing at that yeah. kind of stuff, right? Didn't you go from ha- being like working in an office to kind of being home to being your, what What would you like to be referred to as? <laughs> like, like Retired? Retired. That's a great one. That's oh. how my husband introduces me. Does he? That's so he does. We, okay. Like, I missed this story. So educate me. <laughs> so... I worked regular jobs and back in 2017, my husband bought a business and that's what kind of forced us to move to the tiny little apartment. And I worked in the office there for him, worked out really great. He needed a receptionist and then COVID hit. And obviously you don't need a receptionist when you can't have people come in. (laughs) So I kind of just stayed home and then it kind of started this conversation of like, okay, what do we want our life to look like going forward? You know, would me staying home maybe make the most sense? Cause like one thing we really wanted to prioritize was not having to do extra work in the evenings and having weekends free. So, you know, if two people are working full time, oftentimes you're doing chores in the evenings, you're doing yard work on the weekends. Yep. And with me being able to do that, I work 
sort of part-time doing social media for a local bookstore. And then I basically just take care of all the domestic work in the summer. I take care of mowing the lawn and the yard work. And then he's free to spend every Saturday golfing and we're both happy. That. That's I awesome. think that's amazing. I think that's so cool that you are able to do that. Yeah. It's, and I really like how it's defined for who you two are as individuals. Yeah. And I enjoy it. Like I love being able to do that stuff. He's always been someone who has just fundamentally hated doing chores. Yeah. And like for him, any income I brought in, if I did go and get a job would not be worth having to do dishes. Yeah. So it works out wonderfully for both of us. Yeah. That's cool. I think that's amazing. And I, it might not have been something you could have done if you had kids. Yeah. Probably not. He probably would have wanted me to be a stay-at-home parent and I probably would have been for a while, but once the kids get older, like they just get more expensive really. So for who sure. says that would have been a possibility? Maybe I would have had to go back to work. Yeah. Right. Why don't you tell people where they can find you, how they can follow you or anything else you want them to know? On Instagram, it's the only place I spend my time. Occasionally I'll write on BDM, but I haven't been lately because I don't know. I do what I want these days. That's the best way I, to live. <laughs> Which I you think should. you come off very much like at peace. Like now, probably. I feel like if you met me maybe a year or two ago, I wouldn't have been so at peace. But yeah, I guess now I'm probably more at peace with things. A couple of days ago, I was like massively depressed. And like <laughs> just yesterday, I was like riddled with like crippling anxiety. So. Let's yeah. not pretend I, I'm like I was all mentally say, well all the time. I got you your good reminder life. that Instagram is a highlight reel. You only see what people want 100%. you to see. 100%. That you only see, you know, what they show you. Unless um, you're a part of our crew that just openly puts our show on display. And was like, hang with that. I shut down. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, we appreciate you taking the time and talking yeah. to us. We just think that exposure to somebody finding their life and how it works and educating how they can, you know, kind of push towards that kid freeness or whatever you want to define it is really good for our community to kind of hear because a lot of us are still in the ick. A lot of us still hurt, or maybe we've grabbed some followers that just didn't really know this was a choice. So we want to show it. So we appreciate it. Be yeah, I was just going to say, I know this has been pretty low key and, but we're really thankful that you took some time and talked to us and um, thank you for everything you're doing for our communities, all of them. Thank uh, you for having me. Of course. And we'll tag all of her information, your IG and whatever on in the story. So people can go connect with you, go check out her reels. I think they're called on Instagram, but your videos are spot on for the child-free community. And we can all get some joy out of it. B, what has this been? It's been the greatest episode yet of the Natural <laughs> Pod. <laughs> Bye. Bye.